fly, the drive home, the flight home, all the things. You hate to see it come, but it'll be okay. Yes. It will be okay. Yes. I'm completely surrounded by half-drank waters. <laughs> if this was the mid-90s and every TV remote in the house was rhythm, I'd assume my brother was here. I'm musing. I'm sorry. This is Rump Chat. It is a hastily assembled, unrehearsed program and a review of current events in pro rodeo, past, present, and uh, clinically proven that regardless of what you're dealing with, they're fun to listen to. How about it for Hambone Hilton, who continues to rock it every night in the Thomas and Mac. We love him. And Justin Rumford, who is also doing something in Las Vegas. <laughs> it's going to be a great show, folks. Uh, anything else, Jacob? You I, wanna... Between you and Rory Lemmel, uh, I said this earlier. I go, Rory's got a uh, gift to uh, – he was insulting this guy's father to his face, and the guy was laughing. Yeah, you and Rory have a, a special gift to do that. But uh, our friend Jacob Moorhead, we love him and uh, glad he's part of this. And uh, anyway, welcome. Uh, what is this, day 36? Day uh, round eight tonight. Round eight. Round eight tonight. Round eight. After uh, the, the, not the first ever. And oh, God, we got scolded on that. Uh, I said yesterday, I'm like, we're setting a new new record. It's never been done. You know, I didn't mean it's never been done. I just meant there's never <laughs> when been. He said he, when, he, when he said it's never been done, he didn't mean it's never been done. In Vegas. And uh, so we got lit up from people going, there's been more than one performance at the NFR before. And, oh, 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 was that Wasey Munsell's text? Uh, well, Wasey, yeah. So Wasey, he actually looked it up because all these people were like, I mean, just blowing me up. They're like, before you start saying the facts, make sure you know what you're talking about. So there has been more than one perf before, but yesterday was the first in Las Vegas for the record. So nobody get upset. I didn't mean it rude. Oh, who cares? Uh, how was it? What was the, the feel in there? Okay. Do, do you play normal music, right? Like Which, everything yep. was the same. Yeah, I did. A, I did a, I don't know. I don't know if Jacob, if you could, uh, you caught it yesterday, but, uh, I, I I said we're gonna go with circa 2010. So I <laughs> like White Wedding when the flag came. Billy around, Idol, like ben, Benji used to do and stuff. So we just had fun. I I played a lot of stuff uh, that I, I normally wouldn't have. Just kind of older stuff from like page one of my on, on my computer. That, um, but it was fun. Everybody was there. They knew the situation. So even though the crowd was friends and family, these people that you know, I mean, they rodeo for a living. They had fun with it. Right. Because they were happy it was happening. Um, and there was, I don't know how many people were in there, maybe 3,000, I don't know, three, 4,000. But they they were into it, and um, it was it was a good vibe. There, there was a good vibe in there. Watching it on TV yesterday, it still had the NFR feel. Like, it. there was nothing that said it was 10 o'clock in the morning once, once they started bucking horses. The only thing different is that we didn't do a big opening. Yeah, there was we no just, no great you know, entry. prayer flag came in. We 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 sang and then we went on. We did all the TV breaks because obviously we have to because it was on TV. So um, we did the sponsor flag and the stage. Uh, Pendleton was the was the we're supposed to be night one sponsor, so it was their night uh, or their perf. So <clears throat> it was uh it was it was it was weird walking out after the perf and the sun hitting your face, but it's usually night, but. Well, you know, but it was good. I remember, I can remember the Sunday afternoon performances back in the day. I think the last one, and I, I mm -hmm. hate to say a number, so I'm not going to. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Oh, who cares? I'm going to ask our in-house people. 
Can anybody here for one free Pendleton whiskey drink tell me the last year we had a Sunday afternoon performance? When round 10 Vegas? was on Sunday afternoon. For You know what? Two free Pendleton drinks. No. I know. No. No. Colder. You can't just start yelling Colder. out answers, Jesse. You have to have one answer. Does anybody yes, besides Jesse you, know? Have you never listened to this before, Jesse? Two whiskeys from Pendleton. Jacob? Anybody? It was 12, wasn't it? No. No, it wasn't even close to 2012. You're off. There used to be a Sunday afternoon show. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember. I'm washed up in false confidence. You know what? <laughs> I belong on the show. In a minute, uh, we, we have a guy that will know the answer. Do you know the answer? Here's the thing. I, <laughs> I don't know the answer, but this is normally, and back me up, both of you guys, this is normally why I make something up and just hope that it's right, but not today. Because according to several people out in podcast land, I spew untruths. So, Well, it's come up. Yeah. Well, people ought to know that by it's, now. It's, also, I said yesterday. This is not a fact-based podcast. Yesterday, also, I said that Ted Noose was the first guy to wear a helmet at the NFR. That turned out to be false. It was Charlie Sampson, oh. 1983. I just, the first I remember is when Scott Brennan got on Bodacious with just the face mask. Yeah. And then that got bent into his nose. Yeah. So if uh, we actually Googled the video last night of Charlie Sampson with the, a lacrosse helmet on. I don't know if you guys remember that, but like at the time they did a whole build up. They're like, you know, it was, I, I don't, it wasn't Hadley. I forget the announcer. He's like, well, the young man tonight, he's going to do something that hasn't been done. They said he got hurt, but he is going to wear a helmet and get on a bull with a helmet. And they're like, well, we're going to see. We've never seen anybody riding bulls with a helmet will it affect him and the first bull charlie sampson got on with the helmet was a big brindle i mean big mean brindle big rodeo and dude. he rode the crap out of him so i was wrong it was not ted news however ted news was the first one to wear a helmet in vegas so in a way i'm right also round of applause for justin run for everybody put your hands together you know what i will take one free whiskey for me for that okay um, Benny asked about you all the time. How's Justin? I I, I need Where's to call Justin? Benny. He doesn't answer my phone calls very much during the NFR because, you know, I think when you call people during the NFR like Benny, he always thinks you want something. And speaking of which, aka okay, tickets, the tickets I had lady uh, know from home that uh she she called me yesterday. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, just out of your work. And she's like, you're not working. <laughs> Could you get me four plazas all together for two perfs? Yeah. I'm like, no, that's that you can't do that. Yeah, Rory, how's your ticket situation? <laughs> my dad, people do text you. My dad, this the, the rodeo has started. And my dad asked me why California is at the end during the rodeo. Oh, hold on, Pop, let me answer you. You know, I love you, Dad, but I don't know. Do, do, why is California at the end? Do we know this? Garrett, do you know why California flags at the end? Neighboring circuit. Okay. Garrett, for one free <laughs> Garrett, for one free Pendleton whiskey. Oh, yeah. Can you tell me the last year that the NFR had a perf on Sunday? 
He can't do it. Everybody boo, Garrett. Boo. God, he's not. he does not do his homework. He does not know his facts. Um, I, 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 do you know, Rory? Do you, no. I've asked Kyle. Matt Boyd would know. Can, All you, right. can you call him and put him Keep on Keep going. Um, well, one thing, cool thing, each day we are brought to you by one of our main sponsors, Pete Carr from Pete Carr Pro Rodeo, and he was actually on the show yesterday. Uh, the other day, we got we gave away four tickets to yesterday morning's performance. We gave it away to two different couples. And uh, you know when things work for the good that you didn't even plan on? This worked out so great. So Hambone and I both picked out two different couples that got to go to the 10 a.m. performance for free from Pete Carr. Pete Carr gave the stock contractor tickets. The one couple had been married for 56 years, and they've been coming to the NFR for 12 years, but they'd never been to the rodeo because the, the crowds and the guy has really bad asthma. So the dirt, like the dust. Yeah, really, really bad asthma. So he's never went, ever. That's and brother. so he, uh, him and his wife decided they would go. And with the limited capacity crowd that was there, and they got to sit kind of where they wanted to from the dust, those guys got to go see the NFR for the first time and probably will never get to go back. But just on two people walking by, they got free tickets, and uh, they got to go to the NFR. So um, shout out to Pete Carr for for letting us use those tickets, and and what an opportunity to to help every yeah, it's help, awesome. Help some people out, you know. And, and uh, Pete's Pete's got along great, you know. Bayou Bengals out last night. Yep, um, he had yeah. a lot of bulls out. Yeah, and shout out to Billy Jones, um, who's who's Pete's right hand guy, his stock guy. Pete Pete will give Billy, you know, all the credit, but Billy does a Billy does a good job. Um, side note: not even Boyd knows. <laughs> Boyd says, "I don't know." At least fifteen years or more. Well, that's not a that's not a direct. You think in 06? No, it wasn't 06. It wasn't 06 because BJ Schumacher won the world that year, and I was riding on his tailcoat or his, his, his whatever you call it. I was uh, I was coat a hanger tail. on her back coat tail. Was a, tailcoat? I was a hanger on her back then on his coat tailcoat. Yeah, I was uh, sitting in his seats. Uh, so you, I know it wasn't 06. You know what else is awesome? You know how like every year? Let me call Sean. You know what? You know who know? Let me call Shaq. It's okay. Oh God, there it goes. <laughs> Uh, but you know, like what we were talking about before the show, how like every year at the NFR, there's always one person that really steps out and makes it their own. Yeah. I want to give two shout outs. Okay. Last night, Shad Mayfield, when, when he, Daniel set the arena record, shout out to Shad for having some nuts and saying, you know what? I'm going to go after this. Well, he had to calf got up, but you know what I'm saying? I, it, I, it would be so easy just to be seven, two. Well, how about shout out to Haven Medjid who's right over here. New arena record, the NFR. Haven, tip your hat. You know, Haven, it's got to be awkward when you're on TV. Shane, <laughs> Shane, Shane, Shane's playing the long ball. I get what you're doing, brother. That's all right. It'll pay off in the end, bud. I know what you're doing. Haven, it was so funny because, like, when they put the camera right in your face and then they, like, watch you watch the other people and you're trying not to look. Like, Haven was trying not to look at the camera. But he kept kind of looking at the camera, um, and then it got really awkward. I have to, uh, Haven, I have to say, I saw a thing on Instagram, and you said if you could pick up Walkers on the the jungle. So I switched it up last night. Yeah, on 30, I think I owe you a little money over here. We're just going to. I changed up his lead in song. He sets a new arena record. Round of applause for Hambone. 
You are welcome. We're just going to turn this iPad around, and uh, Haven, you just push a button. It's going to ask you a couple questions if you like the tip. <laughs> but, you know, uh, but the, the rope was great with Haven and, and Shad and going after it. Tough Cooper's rope, great. It's been a great rope. Yep. But I would say, and we all agree on this, and I don't even care if you don't like bull riding, but at the end of the day, Kai Hamilton has made this the NFR. I mean, that dude, uh, I, I'm just so proud of him taking a wreck, yeah. coming back. Um, he's got probably the best meme floating around Instagram that's got the guy from Talladega Nights talking about a head injury where you, then you get special powers. Yeah. Have you seen that one yet? Yeah, so, no, I saw it. Yeah, no, Kai's been uh, – it's been phenomenal. It's it's his NFR. There's There's been uh, – yeah. When there's always look, somebody that, that – that, the, the biggest story that comes out of the NFR. It steps and, out and it, makes it. Um, you know, even with the new arena record set last night and the tie down, which is amazing, um, Kai, that story will will live on and lure uh, – NFR lure, if you will. Allure. Allure? Allure. Allure. What is this guy? What is this voice of God stuff? Nobody cares about anything but rump chat. Okay, dude. So, Jacob, did you care. make a phone call for us on that? Yeah. Um, tonight from Pete Car Rodeo, Jacob Lee's versus San Angelo Sam, which uh, <laughs> San Angelo Sam was out the other night. Great trip. Saddle Bronc ride, Leighton Green versus South Point Gambler. That'd be his sec- second trip out. South Point Gambler. Marked up uh, well, they marked the total as like 40. It was high. Damian Brennan, one of our Australians, resist all's pretty woman. That could be great too. And then the bull riding. Uh the bullet sage got on Pegasus. Tristan Hutchison Hutchings has Pegasus. So Pete Carr's gonna have a good night at one, two, three, four, hey round five animals for one free penalty cocktail. What Pegasus got of? Pegasus is the god of northern Oklahoma. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I don't know. Yeah, okay. But I got to talk about the biggest star of yesterday. My brother, Andy Hilton, who pushes every head of tied event cattle out. Round of applause for my big brother. I was almost said what I want to call him, but I'm not going to. Andy, um, you know, Andy's 200 and... 85-ish pounds, and he's six foot four. So, um, yeah, go Hawks. There we go. Hey, boys, what's up, buddy? Hell yeah. Um, and the sad thing is some contestants don't, you know, they, they don't tip. I mean, even at 100 bucks, that's $10 a, a, a performance for the start. <laughs> the start is everything. You ask any of those guys, and it's kind of sad. They don't, you know, some of them don't even acknowledge, so... He pushed so hard he falls down. I mean, was was Haven six foot? Was six foot? Was Haven six four without my brother's help? I would not want to be the pusher, but he gets a shout out like Joe B. Like I know you'll get to watch the. Hey, my brother ain't perfect. We'll say that, but he tries his ass off. He will do some cattle pushing. I need to really re-release the meme of the pusher guy. I'm a little upset he got too much TV time. You know, I don't like being overshadowed by my brother. You guys are both pushing one is cattle, one is buttons. <laughs> the Hilton brothers of Sydney, Iowa. We'll push, push it real good. I was mad I didn't play that. Give me the push it, push it real good. I'm not up to date on my Dale song. Ah. 
Well, you know what else, Sambo? Let's get to uh, our... That's not TLC. That's uh, Salt and Pepper. Salt and Pepper. 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 Not Pepper. Like Peppa. Peppa Pig. Yeah, we've rambled long enough. Let's get into it. You know, every day we uh, we are brought to you by a rodeo of the day. We've had some great rodeos, uh, some different people. But our rodeo of the day today is a group that we've worked with for the last couple of years that are really making a change in rodeo. You know, we realize that the rodeo game is not a long game. So, you know, to make as much money as possible is it's so important to these guys because uh, it goes by fast. And so our rodeo of the day today is Triple Crown Rodeo of the WCRA. And welcome to the stage, NFR, Bareback Rider, World Champion, Bobby Moat. Four-time. Four-time and from the WCRA. Hall of Famer. I think that's recent. Yeah. And Scott and Davis. Scott Davis. <laughs> Come on up. <laughs> Come on, Bull Shack. Round of applause, these two. Champ. Oh, look at oh. this. Oh, look at this. Look at these young spry gents. You did that on purpose. You're, you're right. Am I good? Yeah, you're good. I what, what? jump up because Bobby was in the way. <laughs> I thought you were going to backflip. See, I just hopped up there. I got uh, Before we get started on anything serious, I got a question for you, Bobby. I've been thinking about this. Okay? What, well, a couple questions to get to the main question. What was, the, what was the last bareback course you got on? X-rated dancer of uh, Calgary Stampede at the final round at Rodeo Houston, 2017. Wow. Okay. So if you got the exemption to go to the American for a million bucks, would you crack back out? No. <laughs> no? Not even? No, not at all? You just saw me get out of bed this morning. <laughs> and I didn't get on two barebacks yesterday. <laughs> It was, you oh. all know the most the, the most uh, horses I got on at the NFR. One year I got on fourteen. Really? Yeah. Rewrites? Four rewrites? Yeah. Okay. Do you did you oh, ever? You, you want to know the answer to your question? Yes, I was going to say two thousand five. Two thousand five. Yeah. There it is. I knew it. I was about to say that. Hey, you get a free Pendleton drink. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> who, who wants it? I'll give it up. Right there, my man. There we Every go. Day. He's not missed one rump chat. And anytime right. you give yep. away patches, hats, or alcohol, he'll be here Tuesday. Come on up. I'm just going to give you the old tosserillo here. Look at that. Bobby. Look at Bobby. That's from Bobby. What Mark a guy. Right what a guy. I figured you'd have known. You, you, so you, you rode on Sundays then here. Yeah. yeah I rode <laughs> every day, fortunately. Yeah. I was thinking it was 2004, but it was 2005. Perfect. You ever look at these, these pins of barebacks and go, man. Oh, I can so, draw that one. They are so good. It's incredible. The horses, the the horses here are so good, but also during the year, there used to just be one or two that yeah. were good, and the rest of them were just kind of fillers. You just had to just knock a check out of them. Now there's so many that are good. Like, what a time to be a bucking horse rider. You know, it is with, with stock and money. I yeah. mean, for what you guys are doing, it's pushing – you know, regular PRCA rodeos to go, wow, we've got a, and even my hometown, Sydney, Iowa, you know, every year they're, they're building up because they realize to get anybody, not just the good guys, you're, you've got to play ball. Well, I remember when I, when, when I started the first rodeo, they kind of led the way in getting subcontractors to come and hospitality and like really made it about the Cowboys was rodeo, uh, was, was, uh, Hermiston, Oregon, Farm City Pro Rodeo. So Butch Knowles and David Latham and all those guys 
they were kind of, you know, maybe eight or 10 years removed from their rodeo career. And then they started that. And that, that rodeo sort of was the template, I think, for the great rodeos that happens during the summer. They had back-to-back slack. They had, like, they added way more money than you would have imagined at that time. They brought in four or five different contractors. And so, like, if you entered, you had a chance to win something. It was more of a riding contest rather than just, can I pluck the right horse out of the hat? So it, and now rodeo, everybody's doing a great job. Your rodeo is doing a great job. I mean, it's just, it's incredible to me how, how many opportunities there are now. And, and, and relatively short span of time. Yeah. I mean, look what, I mean, from when you, even your guys, you know, the, the, the WCRA, what, I mean, look at the payouts, 400,000 at the lazy, 600,000 at Corpus Christi, which added a day. I just got that email. The youth rodeo. It's a, yeah, the youth, yeah, it's a youth, which which is super important. You know, like, um, again, there's so many people in this industry that are doing their part to try to make, elevate the sport and, and earlier and earlier. You know, right next door, they're having the, the Yeti Junior uh, World. Finals, and yeah. Cinch has done a lot for high school rodeo mm-hmm. and, and bringing, up, bringing up rodeo. It just takes everybody. That, yep. That's the bottom line. Like, you can't just stand back and say, well, it's got to get better. I wish somebody do something. And that's what that's what we realize. It's like we we've got to do we'll do what we can. You do what you can. Everybody does what they can, and that's what makes the sport so much better. Well, for years it was that old mentality. You know, cinch wanted in bad, and it was like, nope. You know, I mean, you got somebody willing to throw in millions of dollars, yeah, into rodeo, and you're telling them no. Yeah, there's ways to do it. Certainly. Well, but, yeah, I've I've heard people, you know, the since playoff rodeo at the end of the year 1.1 million dollars says it right over there it's huge and people are like why are they going to put that one in september or whatever and you know was, i mean like, badass it's what it is it like put the, put the money out there let the guys play for it you know so where it's coming from I, and I, the stat that i love the most was when lynn was on the other day this the uh the youth rodeo the stampede at the uh, July 23rd to the 27th, four hundred thousand dollars for a 19 and under rodeo. That yeah. is that is the most crazy thing in a good way. But it, I mean, when you think about like the other day when I was talking, when me and Hamon were we younger, ten dollars. <laughs> you got like a halter or a feed yeah, bag a bucket, or a ribbon, a bucket. Yep, yep. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not going to say what I would do with the money. I said that the other day, but I can't be. I can't imagine. Uh, Shannon Stahl's his son, Slade. He roped out here, and he's a freshman in high school and won like $65,000 as, as a kid. And so with, the, with what you guys are doing through the junior deal, it's well, unbelievable. But think about this. You know, that junior rodeo that the, uh, we're going to have in Corpus. Imagine being back in the box. Boyd Paul Hamus is announcing your name. There's lights, pyro, production, music. You know, even you, you know what I'm saying? The, the feel of, of a, of a top tier professional rodeo and these kids are going to do that to me. If I get a back in the box and Hadley Barrett or, or Tallman or even, and boy, you know, announce my name, I would be like, oh my God, I've, I've made it. That, that alone, minus the however much money they're going at. How much money are these kids going at? I think it's 55000 at the DUI Showcase wait. events. And, and that, that's meant to be like a series of, top tier events for the best youth kids in the world. But all the, the reason that we have initiated that is exactly that list of things that you just said. Smoke, 
pyro, television, boy Paul Hamas, you know, bright lights, big city, packed crowd, sideline reporter, all of the things. And I think it'll just help those kids get better. Absolutely. Well, what it comes down to is we, what we're doing, we try to provide opportunity and experience. Okay, so used to be that you had to wait until you turned 18, lived on the road for a couple of years to have the opportunity that we're talking about right now that young kids get and to get that experience. Does it always go good for them? No. But then they know what to expect and they get to go back and hone their skills and come back for more. And then when they when they hit the ground run, when they turn 18, when they buy their card, like they make it to Sioux Falls, for instance, it's not their first time in that type of environment. Like the first DY showcase that we did, we did last year in Stockyards and we had media day. And so we had uh, Andrew, uh, how do you say his last name? Uh, Gianola, oh. the, the head PR and communications guy for the PBR come down from New York. He gave a class to these kids. They did headshots. They had to fill out bios like it, a little bit like, you know, the prefer junior elite program. And there's, there's others that are trying to groom these kids and show them how to conduct themselves as professionals. And so I think, again, it just comes down to everybody doing what they can, but that's the future of this sport. And you watch the NFR right now and you see a bunch of kids that are pretty young that are competing at the highest the highest level and able to do it consistently. And they just well, show up like it's no big deal. It's crazy. I mean, well, look at the bear record and Keenan Hayes. Yeah. I mean, he was a rookie last year and he's going to win a world this year. Right. I think he was a rookie this year. He wrote it on his permit last that's year. Right. That's uh, you're yeah, right. He only Correct. won a hundred and some thousand on his permit. Bone. Yeah. I yeah. just, I don't think you should play the rodeo fat game. I'm not Bobby. going to, no. I'm not going to. <laughs> Again, we don't do facts very well on this show. So. I, I don't want you to get fact checked. <laughs> Mr. Fact Checker. Wait, hey, I did I want to mention too though, just in the spirit of all the other things and the money and the um interestingly, we were at a function last night with our partners, the PBR, um, announcing the kid rock rock and oh, roll. Oh, that little rodeo. deal. That little deal. Million dollar payout. That's awesome. You know, just another opportunity, and it's in May. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's there's nothing that at, no offense, Guyman and Rodeo Corpus are the, the two largest rodeos in May. No offense to the other great committees and all the rodeos happening, but meaningful rodeo at a great time for all of these athletes not to interrupt their normal schedule. Big time TV, big time when is it? music icon. May, May 17th at Cowboys Stadium, Arlington, Texas. There's going to be six teams. And there's two two athletes in each discipline. Everything except for bull riding because that's during the PBR World Final. So those guys are oh, that's right. They're kind of booked up that week, and so um, there's six teams with six coaches. Last night we announced who all the coaches were, and there'll be a draft uh, during Fort Worth Stock Show in February, early February, where they're actually going to draft everybody. All the teams, with the exception of our team, will draft their their players. They get a guaranteed appearance fee. They can win on the individual level, and they can win on the team level. So if if Rump, for instance, was in the steer wrestling and he fell off his horse, but the rest of his team did great, sorry, and it happens, and uh, <laughs> and he could still win twenty five thousand dollars on the team level, just you. And so like there's, and it's it the whole the whole thing is getting more new people and in, interested in rodeo. Like we have this reveal party last night. You got Dana White. And you got Kid Rock, and you got Cole Hauser, and the guy all from the Pawn Stars. Yeah, was in all, the 
Yeah, all the Endeavor pa- people. Pawn? Pawn stars. Oh, pawn stars. Pawn stars. Pawn. Yeah. I, watched yeah, I tried with, to see what the they give me for my buckle, but they didn't have Every <laughs> Everybody that was there, I didn't know that, it, that that was happening last night until yeah. I woke up this morning I was looking at Snapchat. And, like, every one of my friends that were there has got at least 42 snaps of hanging out with Kid Rock, which is – that's that pretty right. I'm, I'm a fan. You know? Well, he's, he's not just a token piece of it. He's an actual partner in the event. And so he likes rodeo enough and believes in the direction of rodeo and trying to help it along that – I mean, he's got plenty to do, I'm sure, but he's as, as well-known as they get, an A-list performer. And so he's like, let's – Let's kick it up a notch and see what we can do. So, I mean, it's, it is pretty exciting. Well, it's, and the, the coaches are some of the best guys ever. I mean, so rain them off. I, yeah, so the coaches yeah. are uh, Fred Whitfield, Cody Ole, Trevor Brazil, Charmaine James, Dang. Uh, Sid Steiner, and myself. That is awesome. And so right, all, huh? all the teams are named after Kid Rock songs or, or songs that he'll be playing. So it'll be like there's, there's brackets. And they'll have a match, and so it's gonna be like red light, green light. Okay, so when the green light hits, like they go. So in the calf rope, and it'll be head to head. They'll both, you know, one person from this team and one person from that team will match, and then Kid Rock plays music, and then they match another discipline. Like, and so then he's gonna be playing. Yes. So the along, team, along with so it's some like, of his buddies. So it's, I don't, it's like Jasper, the Texas. There's a rock band doing the music during the. <laughs> So in the, the, <laughs> the teams are named after Kid Rock songs, so it'd be like Ba what to Ba is up right like, now. Uh, American Badass versus Bull God next I, match. I don't yeah, here remember comes all uh, summer long. Sledgehammers was yeah, that Fred so, Whitfield and yeah, there's Cody Ewell was the con. They're, they're not what just, was they're not named after uh, Kid Rock songs. All it's of them. they're named after kind yeah. of iconic songs that he'll, I guess he'll sing. But there's jerseys, there's uniforms. There's guaranteed appearance fees. There's going to be a huge amount of excitement around it. It's going to be fun. That is, I love, I, I absolutely love the concept of this because, hmm. uh, you know, I, I love that out of the box stuff, you know, as much as we love ro- regular rodeos, um, it, it's been on my deal when I've got to work different events. Like when we got to work Tough Cooper's uh, New Year's Eve roping, which we did oh, that at was Fort pretty Worth, fun. Yeah, which was pretty fun. ran it like an actual bull riding where we did, the pyro and the intros and, or, you know, like I've got to work for the flying you and I got to work the Fiesta del Charo uh, events that they do. And, and so like, I think uh, on a, the kid rock deal is, is something that it's different. Like, yeah, it's different, it's different it's, which is cool. It's different. But if you followed the PBR teams concept, which they've had their second uh, season, I think now that's, that's pretty cool. And they're selling, like they're a regular sports franchise, like thirty million dollars for teams or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's the first and they, they turned down already. There, they, they they wanted two more. There was offers for two right. more teams they, apparently, and 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 they said no. They we're, have we're to expand it. the league. Like yeah. I think to add two, they have to add four or something. And but anyway, like I think it costs three or four million to buy the franchise in year one, and off. then in See, year again, two, facts. in year two. They sold a couple for ten or twenty or something. Just because cool, I don't, I, I, I don't really follow that. But, and, and it was one of those, man. The team thing has been around a long time. I remember Leon Coffee had oh, yeah, tried that, that back in the day, and I was I was in high school, and he was telling us about this. So it's nothing new, but what they've done is sure. hit the nail and, on the head. 
Yeah, well, and getting the getting the funding and the right people behind it. That's correct. That, that's the big thing. That's it, everything. Yeah, and so that what's unique about the WCRA team, the free riders, is that's that's a team that everybody can qualify into. So the VRQ, the Virtual Rodeo Qualifier, which is what we use to qualify people to all of our majors, which if you don't know is an app, and you go on the app and you say, I'm going to, we have what, 16, 18,000 events. 20. 20,000 events. So it, every single rodeo event, whether it's a jackpot barrel race, team roping, calf roping, on up to the largest rodeo is in the database. And so they go on there and right before they compete, before that performance starts, they say, I want to nominate this rodeo. They pay a fee. Our team captures those results. And they say, based on how you placed at this one, you earn X amount of points. There's five different levels of points that are awarded. And then we keep a leaderboard. And so each segment is open for six months. They're able to use those points that they earn to qualify to like the event that we have in a couple of weeks in Guthrie, Oklahoma, the stampede at the E. And that's, that will also be the means that we'll use to qualify the, the, the folks that will be on the free riders team. So basically what it says is you think you're good enough and you want to be part of that experience and you don't know that you're going to be drafted for one of the other five teams and come, come try it this way. I would have loved to have done it back. Oh my in the god, day. that would have been so exciting! How cool is that? That I mean, I don't know. I wonder who's doing music. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Kid Rock is. Oh, duh! We just said that. Man, that that's how not, hard that. I mean, to, to draft two in each. There's so many. I mean, when I mean, look at the lineup over here, you know what cap rope are you going to take? You know what I'm saying? It's like, woo! I mean, yeah. obviously it's about who's available and sure. what position you are in the draft, but. Um, yeah, I'm not going to put you on the spot. That's rude. I was going to, I was going to put you on the well, spot. Like, well, like for it. instance, do it. Sid, Sid Steiner told Charmaine last night. He's like, well, they were, they were interviewing him, and they said, well, who's going to be your first pick? And well, it's like naturally, he was going to pick Rocker. But what if he doesn't get the first round pick? Oh, well, and how, Charmaine picks him. How funny would that be? We're right in front of trade, him. Bobby, right? I dare you to pick Rocker. Oh, like if, if, you're, if you're ahead of Sid, if you don't hey, pick if Rocker, I could pick him. I'd pick him. He rides great. Yes, he does. Don't put a hit out on. Bobby, uh, I'm telling you, yeah. Well, he'd be on a winning team that way. <laughs> oh, okay. Bobby Steiner would be over there going, "Listen, right. here, boy." So the uh, the uh, the draft is at Fort Worth. You said, yeah. They, they it'll be. I believe they're working in concert with Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo to like do it the Saturday of the short round of the rodeo, um, and. All the best guys are going to, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Nine out of ten best guys are going to be in the short round at Fort Worth, right? You know, whatever. So, it's great timing. And then to Bobby's point, like, if you don't get drafted and you're like, I thought I was the best, you know, there's a way to qualify for those last two spots. So, pretty interesting concept. and It'd be a lot of fun. Million-dollar payout, big-time media. I love the it. Work. That's cool. That, that might be the coolest thing. That is so such a rump chat thing hey, to do. Hey, maybe we could be a water boy on the team. Yeah, do you guys need like a team? We need a water boy. Listen, it's manager? gonna be when you're leaving Corpus. Like, do we need both to rub you out guys, cramps? you're gonna have to dang near drive right by AT and T Stadium to go home, right? So, to you just Corpus? stop out. Yeah, uh, the weekend after you, Corpus. Do you know where San Angelo is? <laughs> yeah, we'll get him an atlas after this. Is I'm over telling you, need a rant. Don't listen, go straight up. Listen here, straight. Rand McNally. I, it's, it's, okay, I forgot. I, I'm doing this. <laughs> um, I forgot. But, I was thinking uh, Weatherford. No, yeah, I, I definitely get forgot look at you that. Definitely going to come back to that for sure because it's amazing. But, um, but talking about Corpus, Corpus Christi. I mean, if you want to get away in the spring, 
Um, and you can't make it San Angelo. Uh, <laughs> no, and May, uh, Corpus Christi is an awesome town. The food's amazing. The building is beautiful. Shout out to Johnny Filippello and all his team. Um, this is our third or fourth year in partnership, fourth year with uh, World Championship Rodeo Alliance. And um, it's been a lot of fun. And it's one of my favorite, our favorite mm -hmm. um, weeks of the year. Uh, we've got a great production team. Um, Best in the world. And we're uh, on a beach. We're on a beach. Did I we say get the, to do rump chat every day. Every you guys day do rump chat at every a bar. Day. I think that's so cool. Uh, yeah, at that bar. Can't remember the name of it. Brewster Street. Brewster Street. Brewster Street Ice House in Corpus Christi. It's we're great. good friends. Yeah, you know Brewster drink. Street. Okay, all right. Woo, yeah, there we go. Okay. So, uh, and they do it on Saturday. They do a big crawfish boil. Um, so, if you want to get away, there's a good airport in there. Come fly down. It's home of Whataburger. There's good concerts. Yeah, the, the original Whataburger is right by the hotel. Not a big deal. The food's um, amazing. Seafood. You can go catch your own in the morning, or you can go. You can just go buy it. I mean, there's a battle, there's an aircraft carrying go to, uh, yeah. tour. There's stuff to do during the day. Minor um, league baseball team. Yeah. Uh, Whataburger field. Whataburger hey, field. I have a funny story about the minor league baseball team. They asked me to throw out the first pitch last year. Oh, did you? Right just... before I wrote your cuff surgery. <laughs> oh, mm. And. No one told me. Hey, nobody told me that I had to. That I didn't have to throw from the mound. Do you know how far that is? Yeah. yeah. How far is it from the feet, mound to play? Right. Sixty feet. Sixty like, feet, six inches. A quarter or mile. Like that. Well, you know you they, people do nothing. You know what they say, Bobby? <laughs> what do you What do you call the What do you call the pitch where right before it hits a plate, it does this? Uh, slider. <laughs> yeah, uh, mine did that. It's kind of like about thirty-four miles an hour. Under. You know what they say. Pitches, Did it make it? Pitches be crazy. Barely made it. Barely. Yeah. Made you know what? It. Sixty feet six inches. My, I was right. My favorite. I knew he would know the the, the baseball facts. My favorite thing to happen. Yeah, you, I love baseball. Uh, hey, I said sixty feet six inches, but, but you were making it sound like it was really far by the away. Way, hey, not Texas. Far. Well, you're Houston Astros. Never mind. Uh, Go Astros. I, I, I'll <laughs> tell you this too about Buck Days about how good the people are. I'm actually sponsored by a, a healthcare clinic. I got severe strep throat. Yes. While I was there, and uh, this is how good they are. They sent a doctor to the building. I couldn't even move. I was laying on the floor, just sick. And this guy showed up, this doctor, uh, and he says, are you allergic to anything? I said, nope. He said, are you afraid of needles? I said, nope. He said, pull your pants down. <laughs> I said, all right. And uh, he gave me a shot. Sounds like a Tuesday night. <laughs> He gave me a shot in both butt cheeks, and I don't know what was in it, but you can attest to story. In an, I'm alive. In an hour and a half, I could have crawled to the top <laughs> of the American Bank Center and fought a gorilla and jumped back down and been okay. Because I see him in the morning, and, and, and Rump does one of those things that you just hate when people are sick. He's like, oh, I'm not feeling very no, good. I'm I like, didn't. I'm like, God, I didn't. Get out that. of my face. I did, you are. You broke that. It's a true story. But shout out to the good people there because yep. you know what? I don't Corpus is and an I don't know what awesome it was. Event. I don't know what was in the shots. But I love that week. It is so fun. I wish we, that guy'd show up today. I might need one of those shots. I'm wearing a little we low. always do that. We always at the restaurant on top of the hotel. Oh, we always yeah. go we always, oh, I mean, yeah. What's about it? twenty of us. Uh, I don't know what it's called, but they got good we they, eat great steak, the great steak, good yeah. bourbon. Hambone has a glass Texas, of Texas Republic. Wine. Texas Republic is that. So I mean, I'm telling you, if you want to get away in the spring. Definitely Corpus Christi is, wasn't is it definitely there when, good. Uh, Riley Webb qualified in the youth and almost won the triple crown as a 17-year-old. Why are you asking me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was 
So Corpus, Corpus was where Tacey K. Webb had, if she had won at Corpus that year, she would have won, she a, million. won a million. But she, it was Riley's second that, win. That's when uh, Jade Kinney got booed out of the arena for oh, beating yeah, her the by girl that won. Remember that? Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, so they beat Tacey K. Ropes her calf in like three, five. I mean, imagine being and one tenth just of a second to away be first from first or second dollars. to advance, and she's winning second. And then here comes Jade Kinney, does her what she's supposed to do, and she's like three, four, and they're like, boo. I remember that was the most awkward. She said this. Uh, they, they interviewed her after, and she's like, it's the first time I ever got booed for winning. It was like, but like everybody in that bu that building is so awesome. Yeah, like you're right this. there. It's like San Antonio, AT and T. This building is such a great place to watch a rodeo, and seventy eight thousand people, however many, and they're like everybody's in. It's a great place for a rodeo. Great venue, and 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 that's right on the, the right on the water. Yeah, right on the Gulf. And 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 to kind of put a wrap on our 2024, you know, we've got Stampede at the E. In January, yes. that's at the Lazy E, Legendary Arena Ranch, you know, touring Jan opportunities. January 3rd through the 6th. Um, yeah, 400,000. Then we go to Corpus in May. We got Kid Rock Rodeo in May. We got Women's Rodeo World Championship in May. $750,000 payout. Seven hundred and fifty. We've got the youth uh, WCJR. You guys talked to Sammy Miller the other day. That's four or 500000 in July for the kids. And then we'll wrap it up with Rodeo Carolina which was probably one of the coolest. I would call it a mini Cheyenne. Beautiful facility. The weather was awesome when we were there in yeah, October. Our only outdoor event. Saturday, uh, Sunday afternoon, short round, sunshine and sand flying. It was, it was an awesome, awesome Ooh. event. But that's basically a wrap on the WCRA year. So they're all destination events. And if any of you guys like great rodeo, as Hambone said, join us in Corpus or at the E. Any of the events. Or in October at Carolina. Yeah, any of these, they're they're all they're going to be awesome experiences. I mean, Fort Worth has blown up since the NFR in 2020, and they saw what that that the stockyards. I'll just I mean the stockyards. All the whole community of Fort Worth is amazing. I lived there um, for a few years. And, you know, I lived there close to there for almost ten. I just that my wife's the store, the Maverick. I mean, it's just to see the, the sales and what they used to do to now and the PBR taking over the uh, Cowtown Coliseum and the, the, the renovations they've done to that, which is need to happen. I mean, the building's a hundred some years old. I don't even know, but, um, well, that whole place is dead. I mean, Fort Worth six, eight years ago, you wouldn't want to no. get caught down there after dark, right? And now you want to get your load your wife up and go down there for a weekend. I mean, the Drover it, Hotel, the Fort Worth Stockyards just surpassed, uh, I think recently, the San Antonio Riverwalk as the most visited tourist destination in the state of Texas. Really? That's they say it's like second deal. to only like national, right? I mean, it's a and, and when Fort Worth, when PBR World Finals is there in May, when we do the Women's Rodeo World Championship to take over Stockyards, go, you know, now they're going to finish it at AT&T, add the Kid Rock thing, like 10 days of, I mean, Corpus to those first two weeks, three weeks of May now through PBR World Finals, Women's World Championship, Rodeo Corpus, like as, as a, I'm a lot of money. somebody should put a pencil to how much money is going to get paid out in the first 18 days of May. Yeah. You need to look into that. You need to, uh, Ro I, rodeo just come guy. to Texas in uh, May. Just come spend 
May in Texas. You'd be fine. Right. Yep. And right. see a lot of rodeos, see a lot of money paid out, have a lot of good time. You know, when Rump and I were drinking tequila with Mayor, it's no big deal, but um, yes, at, at that, that deal. It's not a big um, deal. And then everybody got COVID, but um, <sighs> I don't know where I was going with that, yeah. to be honest with you. But no, definitely Fort Worth is is awesome. But we, uh, I guess, do you guys want, uh, what, we, there's something else. Anyway, I don't know. Is there anything else we need to, to cover? You want to, uh, hey, well, tell, tell our, tell the listeners how they could get in. Like you said, you started with 20,000 events. So Absolutely. just where do they go? How do they get signed up? Yeah, whatever whatever you feel like your honey hole is, basically. If there's a jackpot that you like to go to where your horse works good or where you ride good or a big rodeo, one nomination covers if it's multiple rounds. So if it's Rodeo Houston, you got three rounds, you got a semifinals, a finals, all those, you can earn points in all of those for one nomination. So, um, you know, it's just basically it's designed to make you not have to go somewhere special to qualify. You go to a place that you already are going to. And then there's just basically this menu of item uh, of events that you could look at and say, I think I'd like to go to Corpus or I'd like to go. And you just kind of plan for it. And so it doesn't you don't have to have a membership. It does, we're not telling you what event you have to go to to qualify. Go to your events that you like earn enough points to qualify and Come on, and it's going to be fun. And, and, and then when you're there, again, it doesn't matter who you are. Your skill, what you do in the arena is the thing that determines how far you advance. And we pay a lot of money and have opened the doors for a lot, a lot of people. You know, and it's been interesting to see young up-and-coming kids who have done well, and then they, they hit it against the peer, and then, you know, I think they am good enough. They got a little money in their pocket. They got some a shot in the arm of, you know, of confidence and then they go on and help realize their dreams and so it's not meant to be a substitute for traditional rodeo or whatever's going on it's just it's just another opportunity just like with the kid rock rock and rodeo you know it's everybody does their part to elevate the sport everybody everybody wins yep well i mean and and even a young person can do it or a guy like rc landingham that had rodeoed for a long time fought some serious injuries qualifies wins a million dollars you you know won three events in a row won a million dollars life-changing stuff uh these two men right here are our good friends and um so uh if you're around uh christmas the saturday before christmas is monday 25th sunday 24 so saturday the 23rd on cbs there's a uh there's an hour-long special that basically talks about the journey of the four people that have approached the Triple Crown, and obviously it focuses on RC because he's the only guy that's won it. You just but, gave up um, the ending. Huh? You just gave up the ending. Well, it's kind of, it's kind of, good to watch. It's kind of like Titanic. You know what's going to happen. But, <laughs> right. but still, see watch it. Christmas weekend. It'll be cold and snowy and all that kind of stuff. Hang out inside. Catch all of the Triple Crown Rodeo events on CBS in 2024. Cool. Um, that's it. The other unique thing about what we do, we think less is more. We can have network four television. or five rodeos a year. We can put them on network television. We can reach a lot of eyeballs. And we're on in the airport sports bar. Yeah. And that that I think that's positive for our sport and the growth. So. That's what we're Amen. trying to do. We're just trying to make it better. That was if you if we had a goal when we started all of this to make rodeo better, and it, we believe that we've influenced it anyway. But Absolutely. That, that's a that's a tough target 
right? I mean, but you just keep making strides and you keep working and keeps well, getting better. Well, congratulations what you guys have accomplished and are continuing to accomplish. So let's give it up. World Championship Rodeo Alliance. Bobby Moat, Scott Davis. Thanks, guys. You guys Thank are good you. friends. Appreciate you guys. Thank you for your support of Rum Chat. And uh, thank you for your support of all these guys out there making a ton of money off of the rodeo. Absolutely. So, you know what? Before we uh, before we go today. And again, we, if you need a couple managers to, you know, help the athletes. I'll carry a towel. I'll uh, towel, fresh towel, cold water. <laughs> uh, you know, before we go today, we got to get our BFO update. Bullfighters only going oh, yeah. at Resorts World. It's starting back up today. Uh, it, a lot of stuff going on at Resorts World from the doghouse. Tonight, a free concert starting at 8 o'clock. Stony LaRue. Oh, the Oklahoma breakdown himself. But with our BFO update, professional bullfighter, the knockoff Kid Rock lookalike, <laughs> the hillbilly from Missouri. How about a big round of applause Tucker for our friend Lane. Tucker Lane, everybody. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. What? Did, did you not like the knockoff Kid Rock? I, it's not a, not a knock at all. That's a cool guy to look like, right? And that's real hair. Yeah. That's Can you give us a, a mullet shake real quick? Okay, you see that? Just stand up and do a spin. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> that is how a mullet is supposed to look right there. Yep. I don't. I couldn't pull it off. You can tell it, they love it so much, right? It gets bred into you when you're from Missouri. Yeah. Hey, I love Missouri. Spending uh, Christmas in Branson. Actually. So uh, let's have a little uh, update from the BFO. It kicks back off today. Uh, today is, is going to be something that's never been done. One of the, uh, and I might say this wrong, uh, one of the guys that got in due to an injury uh, is from Spain and is a professional uh, recordador. I think. Recordador. Yep. So give us an update and kind of tell us about what's been going on there. Yes. So uh, the last week we started things off over at Resorts World. Um, everybody really brought their A game. Uh, the stock contractors brought their A game. Unfortunately, uh, Sam Childress took a shot to the head from a, from an older Red Bull. It knocked him unconscious. Uh, he had some brain swelling, so he had to had to be. Uh, removed from competition this week so we got to invite a guy from overseas and uh he's no stranger to spanish fighting bulls you know he's been around him his whole life and it's going to be really cool to see how his style uh can come over here and compete with with us on the on the freestyle turf so yeah so the recorded or for anybody that doesn't know the recorded or there's one move did you know this no i don't there's if you've seen it and like i'm sure you've seen it on videos where the fight bull comes out and the guy stands and then at the last minute he like does the uh, the back arch where the bull goes by, where you got to see how close. Am I saying this right, Ferg? So these guys have never, yeah. these guys have never. Actually, been. why don't you stand down there and Tucker can run at you and you show everybody how. <laughs> no, I this I don't have enough cord on that. But so this is a this is a groundbreaking deal and and for anybody that's looking for entertainment, the BFO Daily at at Resorts World is unbelievable. Big mean. I, yeah, we'll warn you it. <laughs> It's it's a gladiator sport to the extreme, very violent. Um, these bulls they bred. It's just like bucking bulls now. I mean, look, you know, Kai was the only guy to ride last night, and you had 15 best bull riders in the world. I mean, these fighting bulls are for real. Yeah, and it's just going to get hotter as the weekend goes on. You know, we only have three days of competition left before we crown a world champion, and and there's four guys who are in contention for the world title still. Uh, if you make it over the resorts world today, you'll get to see a four-time world champion in Weston Rakowski. And uh, a young rookie named Luke Ballard, who's just right behind Weston in the world championship race. And, and things are just going to get good. If you make it over there tomorrow, you can catch me and, and uh, Leighton Woodbury, another rookie who's right there for the world title. It's, 
it's just going to get better and better as the days go on. I can promise you that. I, I don't want to ask you a stereotypical question because I don't want to do the what's your mindset. Uh, however, <laughs> what's your mindset? However, be being in the, the fighting bull deal. As what long is as, your mindset? I, I, as I've been. <laughs> um, do you guys. But, you know, but back when, you know, I was working a bunch of the bullfights, we just we just were starting to get to. I, I always joked around and like the worst feeling in the world was calling for the bull. The best feeling was when it was over. Hmm. You know, I, uh, cause these are monsters y'all. These are not <laughs> your little tiny Mexican fighting bulls. These bulls are big enough to burn diesel. All right. You know, I, I think everybody's a little bit different. I was talking to Tanner Zarnetsky the other day, our protection man, and he's been doing this for a long time. And he talks about how the fighting bulls, they just, they don't scare him. And sometimes it kind of makes him nervous for the fact that it doesn't scare him. For me, it's always been really scary looking down the barrel at a fighting bull. But, but part of being a bullfighter was being scared and going out and doing it anyway. And just learning how to conquer your fear and learning how to control your mind and things of that sort. So, um, you know, watching everybody handle it a little different way is part of what makes it so cool. And everybody kind of wears their style on their sleeve and, I, you get to go out and watch guys become uh, this like superhero that they want to be in their mind and they can't really be all the time when, out, when they're out in the arena. So, well, look, I mean, like, like uh, we were talking about with, with Bobby and Scott, how far rodeo um, AY last decade. I mean, for when, when did we come here first? 2017, 15, 2015. Yeah, that was the, the bullfight was in here. Yeah. It was right over there. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, it was the first time Ferg had this vision and, and, uh, and we got together and brought it out here and it was, uh, it was amazing what it turned into, um, um, round of applause, Aaron Ferguson. That's the founder of BFO right there. Two-time NFR bullfighter. Uh, he hates, he hates stuff, but people, people got to know that, that he was the, uh, uh, guy that, that helped bring bullfighting back from, from the day it, you know, uh, whether you're an old timer, oh by God, them got whatever. You know what? It's paying more than it's ever paid. So that, that's my seal I, of approval. I can't say enough of what, about what he's done and what Bullfighters has only done for the sport. You know, uh, I can remember where I was in, in 2015 and 2016 watching the live streams on my cell phone, you know, watching legends of the sport like Ross Hill take a phone on Facebook Live and do a selfie live on Facebook for everybody to see. I can remember when they did the session out at the Hard Rock and Toby Inman sat in a chair and did the fake. And then, you know, just earlier this week, I had heard Andy Burrell call me a veteran of the sport. And it's so it's different. Crazy. And How it's old are you? Yeah. I'm 24. Yeah. See. So, you know, I've been coming out here for, for bull, six years now, coming to the finals. Bullfighter's so. like a running back in the NFL. I mean, you only got a limited amount of time, um, and you've been doing it. It's what's, what's weird is to go. I mean, I remember when you showed up in Sydney, Iowa. And for the first time, and we, we you're, were camping, you're were camping they? underneath the, behind the clown camp. You had your tent oh, yeah. underneath the grandstand. You, you talk about we're like, who's this cat? You talk about dedication to the sport. You know, uh, if you walk through here and you walk over there, you can walk by trailers that can cost as much as $600,000 that people stay in for comfort at the BFO bullfight, in Sydney, Iowa, Tucker, and his family went underneath and the bleachers. You and your, your, your and, girlfriend and set at the up, time. At the time. And the set time. up tents and air mattresses and stayed underneath the bleachers the whole week. Yes, it was it was quite a fun time. Get to it hang out a, with you guys at Sydney, Iowa. One the only person in Sydney, Iowa history to hang a hammer on the barrel in the hammer throw competition. Yeah, that is true. That's true. So that is true. Yes. 
Yeah, we uh, we drink Bloody Marys in the in the in the city park and throw hammers and barrels. It makes more sense. <laughs> it makes more sense if you're there. <laughs> it's a Sydney, Iowa thing. That's it's for kind of sure. like horseshoes, but you but, know, so it's a fifty gallon drum and we have hammers it's, it's, and you you toss it from uh, you know me to Jordan over there or something, and he hung the claw on the edge of the barrel, and that's. It's like shooting the moon and pitch. It's an automatic it's almost e- like, win. So. It's almost like bullfighting. It's that's how extreme it is. Yeah, hammer throwing. Um, that's when we had to peel you out of the barrel. Yeah, I got you. Got knocked out. I got knocked out. It was it was not good. Uh, it was yeah, Chance it was a Mormon. Scary. It was Chance Mormon's fault. Do you remember that? <laughs> I'm still mad at him about that. Uh, but you know the the bullfighters only. So did you have to qual? Did you, did you went last week? Yes. So the, the guys last week, did they have to qualify to come back this week, or how does that work? So it was a two-round average uh, in long round. So everyone who went last week will go again today and tomorrow. So that'll be this. This is the second long round. And then the top nine guys of the 18 who qualified for the finals will advance to Saturday for a nine-man round and then a three-man short round to determine who will win the, win the finals and ultimately world championship. Dude, that's, it's going to be awesome. I tell you what, the, the way that that tent is set up, I hate to even call it a tent. And I need to go over there. I haven't, I haven't it's over. uh, it's at Resorts World. So when you go to Resorts World, it's at the the very far you, s- side. Yeah, I think you go left at the doghouse. Yeah, go left it? at the doghouse down to the event center. That's There's, the big sports bar when you walk right in the event center, and it it's, it it kicks off back again today at one thirty. And if you want to go, you got to get there early. When we were there last weekend, it was standing room only. Like it's getting packed out. But what's cool so. is it was like that. I mean, when we when we went to the Tropicana. And we had that tent, and and uh, it was like that then. You know, it, uh, we, it was a huge gamble. Uh, Ferg had a vision, and it came to fruition. And but everybody, everybody chips in. That's what's cool is, is hell. All those Weston and 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 all the guys that were there back then. Um, but everybody chips in, and it doesn't matter if we got to get bulls loaded or whatever. Everybody was all in, and uh, God, we were children then. But uh, it seems like, but it's it's really fun to see what it's gone. And Joey with who he's is, is continuing it on. Um, um, yeah, and is, I'm just, I'm just proud as hell of, of, of those, of what they keep doing. Is Weston the oldest bullfighter at the BFO this year? Has I think this, be. I think this year he is. Uh, uh, Ever since well, Toby Inman retired. Well, one of the guys <laughs> told he's me. He's still here. I seen Toby Inman at the He's hotel. not still fighting. He's though. judging. He's judging. He's judging. Oh, but okay. yeah, he's one of the judges we have at the finals. Uh, no, uh, Weston is definitely the, probably the oldest guy there. I had Sam Childress come to me the other day. He goes, I don't think anyone – uh, other than Weston's called for more fighting bulls here than you have at the finals. And that's crazy to think about because I don't feel like I've been doing this, but, a, you know, yeah. hop, skip, and a jump. So, yeah. yeah, it goes by fast. You look at the inaugural class that was out here. Don Yates fought at it. Hollywood. Wacy Munsell fought in the first one. Yep. Chuck Swisher. Yep. Yeah, Chuck's Chuck judging. Wacy is judging. Uh, Ross Hill. OG. Uh, yeah, they, uh, the first one. I remember I judged it. I judged the first BFO in Las Vegas. That's great. Called the balls and the strikes, if you will. There you go. Uh, but yeah, just a great bunch of guys. Backflips, fighting bulls, wrecks, happiness, sadness, tears, scariness. Scary. Like, uh, it, it's crazy to think that you're fighting the meanest bulls in the world in the parking lot of a casino. <laughs> but that the tent is, you wouldn't even know. I mean, it's like a portable coliseum. Yeah, I would call it. It's a great show. Again, it's uh, it's it's it can be scary. Uh, you get a lot of screams. I've seen some crazy stuff, but but that's that's the sport, and that's what people, you know. <laughs> we don't want anybody to get hurt. We don't we, want anybody to get hurt. When, you, you never when, do. A good wreck is not right. terrible. 
Yeah, I as long as they walk away. Wait, we've always said like you never want to see anybody get hurt, but you do like to watch people get hooked. Like it's it's entertaining, you know. It's it is what it is. Did you get hooked on your human nature your first weekend? I did not. I went out and I tore my bull up. I I messed him up. He didn't want any by the end of just the first twenty five seconds. I I ruined his heart. So (laughs) wow, I love your confidence. Hey. You got to go out there. You got to believe you're better than a bull. It's Amen. you got to be a little you got, confident. You've got to, and that's in anything, riding bull, any sport like the Fairbanks Bronx, I think. And, and yeah. You, you got to go one and rip their head off, or you're not, you're, you should go rope calves. In the, <laughs> in the words of Kid Rock, I'm cocky. We, a lot of people always ask, like, how I got into it and whatnot. And I was, you know, I was a bull rider who wasn't very good and whatnot. And that's not necessarily true. I was a decent bull rider, but I high school rodeoed with Creek Young, Trey Holston. Uh, J.R. Stratford, all guys who have been to the NFR in the last two years. So, like, they were taking all of my money. I had to find something else to do. So that's No, that's true. That's very true. I, I was with you know, Colin Von on two-time world champion. I beat him when he missed, though, I tell you that much, which was never. But um, Yeah, I'd say, do you have time to tell us all the – No, let's not do that. <laughs> but, um, no, well, we, uh, we appreciate you coming by. Of course. Our great, minute. great luck. Yeah, that's the Bullfighters Only at Resorts World. 1.30. 1.30 today. 1:30. 8 o'clock doors tonight at uh, the uh, in the same place where the VFO is. Sunny Ruin Concert. Free concert. Come out tonight. Have some there. Pendleton whiskeys with us. Talk to Tucker. A bunch of the boys from the VFO be there. But every day at 1.30, be sure to check Bullfighters. Bullfighters Only World Finals right at Resorts World. So thank you, Tucker, for stopping by. Boys. If you want to cruise around here, they have hair care products at different booths. Maybe Appreciate it. Yeah. Get that checked out. Thanks. To, uh, thank you, Cinch Jeans and Shirts, for having us. Thank you, um, Rachel. You're a thank, Rachel. You're the best. Okay. We're trying to, to work on Kai. Kai. Kai Hamilton, hopefully tomorrow. Come on, and, and uh, we'll talk to him. Uh, if not, we'll have somebody. Thank you to <laughs> Piddle Whiskey, America's Fast Growing Whiskey, the official whiskey. Thanks, Gold Buckle Beer of Rum Chat Podcast. Thank you to Jacob. We love you. Anyway, we'll see you tomorrow, everybody, 11 o'clock right here. Thank you, everybody. Audio back.